Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Left of Greg podcast. I am Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on the Left of Greg show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check out our website at arcadiacognorati.com or by following us on Facebook at HBPRA. Please help support the show by checking out our Patreon site where for just a few dollars you can have access to all kinds of episode extras, videos, and short tutorials that are updated weekly. Just click the link in the episode details that says support the show and we'll take you directly to that site. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. On today's episode, Greg and I start out by talking about a recent Hollywood scam that I was involved in. Greg and I explain how people fall for these types of schemes and how that relates to the current behavior we are seeing around the protests and social media response that comes along with it. Stick around until the end when we put things into perspective by relating it to our own emotional reactions to these events. Thanks for tuning in and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, Greg. So uh, let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, just for anyone just listening, we are recording this on the morning of Friday, June 5th. It is Aloha Friday. I am dressed accordingly. It does not look like you are, but I am uh, not. That's, that's, uh, that's okay. So we're going to start with a little story today about how uh, Brian, myself, I, you know, it's good when I'm speaking in the third person, uh, almost got catfished, uh, scammed. I don't know how to describe it. So if anyone listening or watching has heard in the news recently or an article came out about a whole bunch of folks uh, in kind of like the Hollywood biz- movie technical business slash... Kind of like the uh, Heidi Fleiss thing? Or is it something different? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just no, wondering. Is there, different. Were you a uh, hooker? No, uh, I never got paid for any of those acts. Okay. Um, but uh, what happened was... Uh, yeah, we're live now. So... Uh, we, we, uh, sex trafficking so, is no laughing so matter. Here, here's, here's what happened with, sorry folks, if you're listening along, I had some technical difficulties, make sure, uh, I had to get straight. So, um, I get a call, uh, this is a few months ago from one of my good friends, known him a long time. And he goes, Hey, do you want to, uh, Hey, I've got this person who reached out to me through so-and-so they're a big time Hollywood producer. They did like Avengers and this other thing. They're looking for technical support guys who are, uh, who have a tactical background and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. Would you, we will, whatever. Like, yeah, I'll take a phone call. I don't, I don't care. It's like, oh, okay. They're going to call you. Is it cool if I send them your details? Yeah, whatever. So they call me and I'm on this awkward, weird, like 10 minute phone call where they're asking me a bunch of different questions about a little bit about background and then what I could do in Hollywood and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, whatever. You know, we're just going back and forth. I was like, yeah, this is what the like, hey, K we're looking for people as technical advisors, maybe do some stuff. Uh, um, uh, you know, in front of the camera and I'm like, uh, okay. And, uh, it was kind of awkward and weird. And they're like, all right, well, when we get back to Los Angeles, we'll set up a meeting in person. And I was like, okay, you got my contact info. Great. And then I called back my buddy, George, who's actually watching live right now. Perfect. And I'm like, Hey brother, uh, that was kind of odd. This is weird. Like, what's this about? He's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, they talked to me for like a half hour or did all this stuff. I'm like, all right, well, whatever, put it on the back burner called up another friend I know who does work in Hollywood. He's actually on some, uh, some TV shows right now. He's a, he's a seal. And he's like, uh, explain the story. He's like, it's did the same thing out. He goes, that sounds really weird. He goes, but at the same time, 
Um, I've heard of stranger things in this town. So, you know, just use your best judgment. Never heard anything back, nothing, right? So come to about a week or two ago, I'm talking to my buddy Lick down in Texas and he's like, hey, keep an eye out. Uh, there's this scam thing going around. And I was like, what? So he tells me and then I tell him st- the story. And then the next morning, I get a text message with a link to an article that the guy that I had called, Ryan, who's up in Hollywood, who does work on actual movies, um, sent me. He's like, sound familiar? Question mark. And it was a whole article about this whole big scam. And what these people were doing was same thing. It was this Hollywood thing and then security work. And they actually got people to a lot of money, anywhere from like some people were putting in like $10,000 to like $100,000, uh, you know, all this money, somehow they said, hey, you have to pay us up front for this, for these expenses, but then we'll reimburse yeah. you here. Like all this stuff. But this is this one guy like got picked up by a limo, taken to the airport, flown overseas. So like he's thinking like, okay, this is legit. So uh, that's kind of the background of the story. But but the the reason why people go, oh, how do you fall for this? Or how would someone actually, you know, you, how, how do you not see all the red flags popping up? And and my thing was like, this is a genius scam because they use your friends to scam you, right? Without realizing it, right? So you're a trusted person and you say, hey, Brian, I talked to so-and-so and this is what's going on. I'm automatically going to think that it's legitimate if you're telling me and I trust your opinion. So, so that's why I, so just, just my big takeaway from that whole situation was, was uh, holy crap, like, that's such a great way to rope people in just through their network of friends. And then what happens once you, once they crack that network of guys with a tactical training background or former military, well, who else do they all know? Well, all their guys with the same background. So it just goes in this loop. And then the more people that, you know, have heard about it, the more legitimacy it gains, right? Uh, before they get scammed. But so I, I think it's easy how humans fall into that where you know, we, we can just immediately go along with the story. So I wanted to start with that story, Greg. So let's and, talk, and let's the, talk science, Brian, Let, okay. let's talk to science. And if we were going to call this an episode, uh, uh, if we had to come up with the title, which I'm sure we do to some point when we testify to the FAA, uh, will be, uh, ego driven ops, because what happened is you got hooked by the oldest scam in the book. It's just updated for current times is that uh, uh, our egos, uh, confirmation bias steps in, and we think of our own egocentric view of the world, and we think, of course, of course they reached out to me. And and if you would have asked yourself, if you would have taken the time to step back, and this is what I wrote to myself because I'm the biggest egotist bastard in the face of the planet, uh, who are you that they're (laughs) calling you? Okay. So, Does that pass the smell test? So that was okay? my response because immediately. The idea is, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, but you flip the script and go, of course they're calling me. Well, no, that, so it's that was like my, watching that was, a Saudi Arabian video. So so because okay, I hear you. My, but because of like the the you know Catholic guilt slash horribly, oh, yeah. horribly low self-esteem that I have, I'm going no one's calling me asking me for that kind of stuff. Which is now, why we you get, were roped into it. We get odd phone calls all the time from people, you know, in the middle of something, but, but nothing like this. And I'm going, well, what, who the hell am I? But I love that so, because I wrote down ego driven ops. Exactly. Cause, cause so, so that's a I want you to think title. it is. Uh, Marin and I are in, in uh, Saudi Arabia with a, with a great team of uh, friends and uh, a couple of idiots. Some things yeah, out and, and a couple of idiots out. So it's, it's all right. Our legal team. Wait, your dad's our legal team. So, so uh, we're on this tarmac and all of a sudden these helos come flying in the helos circle and they drop paras out of the helos. 
Uh, so the pairs light up their their ankle uh, uh, smokes, smokes, which must have been interesting, and uh, they're they're burning in with their their orange smoke, which which is uh, uh, a custom KSA color. Um, they land on the tarmac to these Audis and BMWs that are going well over 100 miles an hour, <laughs> which rooster tail and flourish and spin out while the occupants, each door and window, <laughs> had an MP5 out firing uh, as just many rounds as they could. A bus comes up chasing another bus. And on the second bus, there's these swats with ropes surfing the second bus. The buses split up and pass the third bus that's parked, and the guys swing from the ropes off of the buses in through the windows of the buses. A bunch of flashbangs go up, and we I was applauding, everybody yeah, was applauding, yeah. we were crying. Uh, but it was a Bollywood movie, it was horseshit. It, it was like a Chuck beginning. Norris movie. That's it, it was even, okay. Look, I love Chuck Norris, and now you're getting your ass whipped because he's gonna beat you. He's probably in your house already, just so you know. So Brian gets knocked off. But the idea was that it was so nonsensical but they had to learn it somewhere so one time a civilian contractor that was a cop for five years you know what i'm saying and some agency that was close enough to a big city that he could say hey i was uh kansas city well actually it was uh you know 72 miles outside but uh, uh i knew a guy from kansas city and what happens is the story grows brian and it grows and it grows bigger so you expose your jugular so i'll, I'll give you one jugular expose and i should have known better so walking through the the court building and uh you know you always gotta make good felony arrest you gotta testify the next day get all the stuff going and a copper comes up and he goes hey they need you on this caper and i'm like nah you know didn't even get subpoenaed they're like no no uh you're you wrote a companion report they need you right now can you get on the stand should have known it was a hustle should have known right away had no idea what was going on. And the guy hands me the report as I'm going up and the judge is swearing me in. And I look at the bottom of the page. It says, as I look through the back window with the flashlight, I can clearly see a crack pipe. And I go, okay, I got it from here. So I sat up in my big ass ego. I'm sitting up on the stand and the, the prosecutor and the defense attorney are going back and forth. So you saw the crack pipe. Yes, I did. You saw the crack pipe. Yeah, I'm sure I did. If I wrote in a report, I saw the crack pipe. Well, have you had a chance to read your report while well, I was reading it on the way in? And all of a sudden, the guy hands me the second page and it said poker. The crack pipe poker got me to look at something else. They got me to look at something else. And all the cops in the back of the room are dying because now I just perjured myself oh my and looked God. like an idiot on the yeah. stand because they didn't give me any of the prep. Now I have to resend and back up and go, well, you're on a now based on this new and incoming information. Why do we think, Brian? that we can wing it. Why do we think that we're always the subject matter expert that somebody is looking for? Why, why so, is that? So that's, that goes back to your ego-driven ops, right? So this, this is um, what, what, it, what happens with a lot of these is, because I wanted to get to the point of, I think someone wrote a book titled it called The Death of Expertise, right? Yep. So we, we, because we live in a world of influencers now, um, yep. those influencers are louder and have more say or more voice than the experts. And that's, that's tough uh, because whether you have a real problem or a perceived problem, it's a, it's a problem. And whether some, you believe something to be true that isn't true, if enough people believe that it is, um, then that's now an issue we have to deal with. We did we did a whole podcast on flat earthers, right? Yeah. Um. You know, you know that's now a problem we have. I'm a where, member, by the where, way. Now, yeah. So they where, reached out to me. Where we had where we we have to put up with people that think the the Earth is flat, and I, and that's that's awful. But th this goes into how we get swept up into going along with what everyone else is doing, right? So, you know, 
I, I, I obviously saw that this was a scam or didn't or saw that it was weird. Yeah, right up front you up. did had this odd phone call and like, was like, okay, that's odd. And, and, and just continued, continued on. But, but some people do. The point was the article, some people who are intelligent human beings fell for this scam. Uh, that happens all the time. Uh, uh, Bernie Madoff scammed some of the smartest people, yep. richest people in our country uh, uh, out of a ton of money. So, yep. so this goes into, it's easy to get influenced uh, and, and once that starts to happen, I think we lose some of our critical thinking ability, the larger that crowd goes, because I don't want to miss out on it now. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to be the guy that doesn't make millions off of this, yep. off of this Ponzi scheme, not knowing that it was a Ponzi scheme. Right. So, so that comes into that ego driven ops. Right. So a lot of this is about us, uh, uh not really about the other person or the situation that we're in, right? We, no, we have exactly to right. where to characterize that. Yeah, you're exactly right. And for those that are uh, listening in today, uh, it is Aloha Friday, but Brian and I had a business meeting just before this. And uh, even though it's live, uh, I want you to understand we're building this plane in flight. So we literally, as he was doing the live stuff, said, hey, here's our topic for today. But but uh, I, I believe in the topic and I think that we can still get some valid takeaways and Brian, yeah, you're, you're, you were so clever. You came up, it was a scam right at the beginning, but let's see how scams work. So one of my favorite people in the whole world, Brian, you know this, cause we've been friends for a very, very long time is PT Barnum. Uh, PT oh, yeah. Barnum got that extra nick, a lot of people's pockets by having a sign saying, see the egress. And everybody goes, Hey, I haven't seen one of them. And they walk outside cause it's the exit and the door locks behind them and they got to go all the way around and buy a new ticket. So PT Barnum, uh, was the master of social media of his age, Brian. I think it's an important story. What happens is he comes up with the Cardiff giant uh, and uh, a mermaid. Uh, The mermaid was the chest cavity of a monkey that was decayed, some parts of a fish and all this stuff. So that worked so well. uh, See the mermaid that he made a ton of money that the Cardiff giant, what he did is he took some Portland cement, took some elk bones, took some bones from different animals and displayed them. So it was this, this massive human a uh, humanoid actually uh, feature where part of it was revealed and part of it wasn't. And then there was some hay from the excavation. So what he did unbeknownst to everybody else, he went out and he got this guy that had a lot of drunken gambling debts, but he had bona fides as a PhD. And he said, Hey, be part of this. You'll be a millionaire. Then he went to a couple of other people and said, Hey, remember you dug this up with me. Remember we were out in those fields in Cardiff, England and or Wales rather than everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. And what he did is he shipped this box of horse shit, which is nothing over to the Americas. Started on the East Coast, Brian. It was the biggest attraction. He couldn't stop making money. Everybody had to come in, and they were saying, listen, this is the missing link. This is the difference between apes and humans. The Cardiff Giant, it's clearly whatever. Now, what he understood is when you put the rock in a pond, the ripple goes up, Brian. Right. He knew exactly how long it took to get to St. Louis. He knew, knew exactly how long it took to get to San Diego. So what he did is he rode that wave. As the information in the news services were printing how amazing this was, guess what he kept doing? He kept moving. He kept traveling west. Yeah. He stayed ahead of that curve. And what happened is he didn't get caught until he said, okay, I can't outrun the curve and go all the way around the world again. So I'm going to let you in on something. It's horse crap. The mermaid was horse crap. And you know what he did five years later, Brian? He came out with another one. And, and everybody got in line. We want an expert to tell us what to do. If you're the sham wow guy, hell, we put Martin Woolley on our on our broadcast with some clients because we know they want the sham wow. They want to hear that that foreign the, accent, the British mate. accent. And, yeah. and the minute they do that, they open up their wallets. 
there is uh, credibility. Uh, for example, there's a difference between special forces and special operational forces. Most average human beings, and that's not a bad thing saying that you're average. I, I'm kind of average, uh, uh, although I'm very good looking. But but the idea is average weight, I would say. Yeah, well, I but the say, idea is there's, there's a few things that are not bite me, pal. So so uh, uh, I want you to understand that that the distinction is very different, but not to most people. So if the person says, "Hey, I, you know, I knew somebody that was in the army," immediately everybody listens up, you know. And, and even me, Brian, I wasn't an MP. Nothing against MPs, but I was a, a bona fide card carrying member of the law enforcement community. And I was a soldier. And then when when I say that, what do I say? I say, well, I was in the army and I was in the you know military and I was a policeman, but not a military policeman because I, I don't want to conflate those issues. I want to make sure people know what it is I'm commenting. So to I think maybe the overarching theme then for this talk will be ego driven ops. I, I, I like that because that, that touches on everything. So you brought up the the PT Barnum example and um yeah, as an early form of social media, right? Uh, he was a he was a king. master at it, uh, at, at marketing and uh, kind of promotion and and, and lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. psychological manipulation, yeah. aka lying. But uh, but 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 what now today we still have that, right? So it's still just in front of us. And I would say Barnum was an influencer, right? I, I mean, he wasn't a subject matter expert on uh, the 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 exhibits or the animals or the things that he brought. He wasn't right? a, a social anthropologist. He, no, no, no. He, you know, he, he wasn't an archaeologist, but he, he just, didn't need to be. No, he, he, he made it sexy. Close enough. He mm -hmm. made it sexy. He, he made yep. it, he made people want to come in and watch and get everyone in. So, and I think that's a, that's a good analogy for, for a lot of what happens on, on social media uh, today and um, how it is ego driven ops. Right. So yeah. if I look at a lot, what I've seen, um, people posting different stuff on everything that's going on around. And, and it's, it's almost sad to see some of it because, you know, you can tell that it's, they were influenced to put this on. Someone got in their head and said, you, you like, they didn't come up with this on their own. They said, yes. Oh, I'm going to share this because everyone else is doing this. Now that's normal, right? We mimic, uh, uh, human behavior. That's I, I mimic human emotions because I don't have any, but, but we all, if you mimic had a soul, you'd know what we were talking about. All of, but, all of your friends that have a soul, they know, but, but you're the but, only one that's left out. But as humans, it's, that's how we learn and fit into our environment. Cause it's all about fitting in one to satisfy yeah, our ego. Right. But it, well, it's, you're right on, but it's, it's the identity of fitting in. Yes. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It's, it's fitting in and retaining a part of the identity that you are a part of the group. That's where people don't go far enough, Brian. So, right. so how many times have you seen somebody that says, hey, I want to be a goth because I want to fit in, but I want to be different. I, yeah. I, I want to do my hair in a mohawk. Well, I want to stand out from the crowd, but and, I want to fit in. And, and that's, that's a very that, important distinction. Be, yeah, because that's actually I, when people do that. It was like when, when I was uh, in high school, it was kind of when the whole trench coat mafia thing was going yep. on, right? And people were saying, oh, God, I you're be, so young. I want to be different. I want to not be like everyone else on this, which is a normal part of society. Everyone, we all have that. Like, but. But in I, my argument would be those people, in fact, need to fit into a group more than anyone else because they exactly. actually need that identity more than the kid who just kind of keeps to him or minds his own business or or has different social groups that they hang out with. Right. Uh, those of us who, yeah, I want to fit it. They they have that need 
they, that desire to fit in more than anyone else. And, and so yes. they're more likely to com, uh, repeat what they've heard before or share yes. something that they saw. You're exactly right. And you that know change. that if you know that, like P.T. Barnum knew people, Brian, if you could read that, then you can pull that thread and you can use that person to manipulate because people already know me and they know that I'm a psychological and sociological manipulation expert. So if I am involved, they're going to be suspect. But if Brian goes, I know a guy and he's the resident expert in this and that and the other, then all of a sudden they assume immediately uh, that it's credible. And then Brian says, well, you know who else said it? Greased up deaf guy. Greased up deaf guy said it. And then the next thing you know, somebody wants to, to, to chime in and, and be a part of it. And then what do we couple with ego, Brian? We couple either I'm going to have sex or I'm going to make money. If we add any of those to that, people go, how in the world did you not know that that person on the side of the, the street making arrests uh, in, the, in, the, in the sex trade industry wasn't a cop? How did you know? Because you didn't want to believe it. How, why did you show up at a, at a 15-year-old's house with a rape kit do, yeah. and a kidnap kit? Yeah. And, and uh, that guy, whatever that, that flipping guy is that made that TV show about it. Yeah, why did people Chris do Hansen, that? Yeah. Your ego is so inflated during those moments that even though somebody goes, it's a trick, it's a lie, it's a trap, even though he comes out and goes, hey, I'm so-and-so, uh, uh, people don't believe it at first, do they, Brian? They're in denial at that first phase because you well, so bought into the illusion yeah. of the reality. Oh, yeah, Deni and, that, and that's another great example uh, yeah. one of denial, but but of that, everyone, if anyone has watched the show, the Dateline NBC show, To Catch a that's Predator, and, and, and these guys all show up, and you're going like, how do you walk into this? And still, some of them are still sitting there going like, no, 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 it's cool. Like, I'll sit down. Like, some you can immediately tell her, like, oh, something's up and they're out of here, or they're trying to leave, right? Where the others come in and they're like, yeah, no, what are you talking about? No, we were just going to hang out and talk. And you're going, and, and that's a exactly. great point of ego driven ops, right? We're so egotistical, all of us as human beings, right? We, we, we all are. But, but actually, um, uh, uh, my buddy, my buddy George, shout out to him, who's actually watching us on, on Facebook Live right now, was the one who introduced me to this uh, thing that turned out to be a scam. Same thing. His, his, he was never selected to the final phase of targeting for these people either. Yeah, like yeah. I wasn't, you know, but, uh, but what he asked a good question and said, do you guys think that it's a lack of identity? Meaning. Yeah. yeah. Meaning, so, so like, let me speak what, to that. What, what, what drives one person to need to fit into that group more than others. So, and this guy's name is George and George, great to virtually meet you. And that's an excellent question. It's the right question to ask. Listen, the reason COVID bothers us so much is because it's changed our programming. We, we're creatures of habit. The human behavior pattern recognition and analysis comes from the pattern. So we couldn't do the last two if we didn't have a pattern. And so we love our patterns. We don't want to expend one extra calorie doing something. Now, all of a sudden, our, our, our daily regime is, is shaken up and we can't do the things that we like to do. What's the worst insult of it is that we have to surrender our identity now by wearing a mask. We have to put a mask on and that does the Heisman to our emotions and to how we read people. And, you know, I, I walk around all day going, I'm smiling back here. So they know that I'm not a threat because here's Lothar, the giant coming after him. The idea is your identity, your ego is so fragile and you need to try to protect it in all circumstances. So that's why people stay in domestic violence situations too long because they stay there and they go, yeah, I'm getting beaten, but it's only Thursday and Friday. The rest of the week, he's nice to me. You're saying no way that can happen. That happens every day in America. Our identities are so fragile. We have to we have to prop them up. Okay, and because because that goes into a lot of the ways we cope with things. You just brought up that uh, specific example of a domestic violence situation yep. or an abusive relationship where someone yep. stays in, right? And and part 
part of part of that is they may see some like you just said, well, yeah, but it's only Tuesdays and Thursdays. So they're at such a level that they actually can see a light at the end of the tunnel. And this goes into um, um, why we face some of the issues that we face today in our country. Right. Um, so so compare the United States to like, let's say, living under like a brutal dictatorship in some of the places that we've gone and played in. Right. Yes. Uh, uh, the people there. Um, no matter what's going on in their life, no matter what they're dealing with, whether that's their own personal issues, family issues, social issues, they have someone to blame it on, right? Yes. They can, they can go, yeah, but if, if, if it wasn't for this guy in charge, you know, we would be able to be free and I would be able to do this. And he's the reason for all of this. So, so that does two things for me. One, I have someone to direct all of my anger, rage, frustration, exactly. and everything at, right? I can project any, even my own personal issues out of that person. And guess what? Everyone's going to agree with me because I'm living in a legitimate situation where this person is a horrible individual and they're brutal in my society. And, and it gives me this. It gives me the light at the end of the tunnel. It gives me hope because I can go, well, well, if once they get rid of this guy, all of my problems are going to go away. So yep. here's the issue now. If, if, what if you're, you still have all the same issues that person's dealing with in this situation, but you're not living under a brutal dictatorship. And some of those issues are fixable, you know, through your own hard work and diligence. It, you get what I'm saying? I, I no, think you're right on. a little bit because a lot of it comes from, I, we have to direct it towards somewhere, right? That fragile ecosystem, the ego driven operations. Uh, I have to direct it. And I'm certainly not going to stand in front of the mirror and give myself a good look down and say, maybe I'm the problem, right? You you can't do that, uh, uh, Taylor Swift. You cannot, and and so here here is a way to to couch my response again through science and through example. So in a domestic violence situation that shows up at work, uh, everybody's known of one. If you don't read the news, uh, do your homework. Uh, but uh, there was a rash of them all in a row when you and I were were still traveling that happened uh, at nail salons, uh, 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 just three or four in, in a row. And people were saying, is it the nail salon? It's the oil. He hates the oil cans. Uh, uh, the jerk, Stephen, uh, or uh, what's the guy's, Steve Martin. Uh, but no, what it is, is that lack of control and that lack of identity. So she or he said, no, we're through, we're done. I'm out of here. And then that person that now was wrong, the, 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 the violator, the bad person in that relationship that's beating her up and psychologically attacking her says, okay, well, I've lost my identity because our roles are, are, you know, you have to cower or it doesn't make sense that I'm punching you. So the idea is that now that I've decided, well, I'm going to blow my brains out, but I'm going to kill you. And where am I going to kill you? I'm going to do it in front of your friends at work. School shooters, same thing. School shooter doesn't go to somebody else's school. Right. He goes to his own school. You remember the, the rash of shootings in malls that lasted a couple of years where every few months you saw the mall shooting? Why? Because I'm running with my friends at the mall and I pull out a gat and look at all. Hey, I'm in an arena. You know, people are looking at me. If I do that on the street, I might get shot. But if I do that at the mall, man, I'm grandstanding. Grandstanding is an American uh, uh, thing. Hey, other, other countries have it. But, it's but so listen, more of a Western cultural. It's thing. very Western cultural. So, yeah. so right now, not to take away from anybody that's involved in, in the protests across our nation and the law enforcement that's doing the best they can and, and the people of color that are saying, you know, this is just another example. What's happened here is any pundit 
anybody that that is a feel good any spilled milkians remember those spilled milkians <laughs> spilled Brian, that, that they got they, they got their they're, asses they're out or they retired they're every, right they're everywhere they're, but they're, all of a sudden they go hey con- remember me remember me yeah. when i had my 15 minutes of andy warhol inspired glory i'm going to come back and i'm going to jump on this brian do you know that i'm against drowning Drowning is a bad thing. And and I will tell you another thing, that AIDS, it's got to go, Brian. I'm done endorsing AIDS. It's got to. And, and uh, sudden infant death syndrome for babies and choking. I'm against that too, Brian. I think that, that, that uh, it, that's horse shit. You're going to step up to get that platform to ride on somebody else's coattails and make a name for yourself. That's ego-driven ops. And Brian, the opposite of ego-driven ops is ops-driven ego. So the news media actually fits in by 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 stoking the flames because nobody's going to tune in to watch another uh, cat food commercial. You know? Well, well, the, you know, in this, I guess, I guess that that overarching theme of of ego driven ops can lead to you know the death of expertise or people yes. looking for hey who who's got the best ideas for this and it becomes who's the loudest one in the room. Uh, but we see that time we and time again, that. and and we just saw those that. those voices get quieted when someone else comes in. And those those change, and then and then the people that were there working on the issues all along are are still there working on all the issues, while the crowd and 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 the uh, the attention goes somewhere else. But but then how does that change? Um, you know, how does this fit into what what social media has shown us, right? Because yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's a great that's a great question. That that is so spontaneous coming out of you because you're the social media guy, and you know I don't no, know, but crap no, no, no. It, right? I, you know, you don't know how to use it, and I I keep telling you to stay away from it. <laughs> Clearly, but but yes. but only because um uh of your it gives you a different perspective on it, and I would rather yeah. have that perspective of what you have of not knowing how this works okay. and what is and so what as a neophyte because because that gives yeah. you it allows you as a human behavior subject matter expert to take a look at it objectively rather than going well when i'm on there i do this like no you exactly have to right. literally figure out what the hell it is while the rest of us have just been glued to our phones for years so we already uh, have been in on the game for a while so so what is I, this? i'm the village idiot from a very small village uh, <laughs> just so you know I have no idea what LinkedIn is or how it works, although I have 5,000 people on it that, that are my members and follow it. Uh, I don't have a Facebook page, but apparently Arcadia does because we're live streaming on it. And it's best I stay off because I'll just break something. But the idea is this, Brian. I would ask you this. Um, uh, for example, uh, there are uh, 10 million arrests in our country every year, uh, at least, probably over that number, well over that number now. Why do some come up to the top. Well, it's not unlike what I've seen when you introduced me to these social media concepts where you see something go viral. This is how old I am, folks. The last thing I saw uh, go viral was Gangnam Style, and I can yeah. still do the flip and dance, right? Yeah. So, and somebody had to show me that on their shoe phone. Yeah. But the well, you, idea you've, is, you've dealt with things in your life that have, that have gone viral. I, I've had <laughs> certain viral things that I've had to get a paste or a sab for, which is not fun, I might, might add. Uh, that's also streaming. Uh, but I want to tell you this. The f- quickest way for something to stream or go viral used to be that it was the expert in the room. So you get a president or a leader or a a, a, a doctor or somebody right. uh, that's a learned sage graybeard that would step up and go, the one thing to remember about And people would come people out with their it. notebooks. Right. Okay. Now it doesn't matter who you are. If you got a phone, if you got the Thunberg, if you walk out and stare at the sun for 15 minutes, <laughs> somebody else films you, it's going to go viral. Because what people want now is distraction 
because they're tired of the look. Look at the average. I haven't watched news now in I, I don't know how many. It's uh, eleven weeks uh, uh, yeah. because I can't stand that. There's a scroll across the top, scroll across the bottom. Everything is in red. Even the weather. Holy shit! It's going <laughs> to rain tomorrow. And you know everybody's sitting in the back of their chairs. If you continue at that pace, you're going to die early because the amount of stress and anxiety that's built up in that, Brian, it comes from the social media. So the the balance has shifted, and they figured out now that the algorithm is the more outlandish, the more crazy, the more stupid that it becomes, the more people are going to watch it. And then when they talk about fake news, its existence or not, because both sides say it's there, and then both sides say it's, say it's not. not. Yeah, all, all fake news <laughs> it's is fake news ego to, driven ops. Fake news you, just but, seems to be anything people disagree with. Is that exactly, fake, so. exactly? But but think about it. It's yeah. the ultimate definition of ego driven ops, right? Alternative because facts. Is I should. Uh, uh, our our dear friend Hillary Clinton uh, and and Hillary, I I love you. You should have stayed in politics. I've written everything that Hillary Clinton read or wrote. And uh, a bunch of stuff that people wrote about her, but her uh, uh, European comment with the guy with the grenade and and the uh, security team coming off the plane, she, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, and uh, she turned and said, "I uh, it was a willful misrepresentation of the, of the truth." truth. Yeah. Okay, greatest line by a human being acknowledging that they were talking out their ass ever. Uh, and and you remember, I that, think it was Brian Williams, a, a newscaster. Yeah. Okay, where the RPGs were flying. Oh yeah. Okay, listen. Uh, I've known to not, uh, 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 I've been known not to let facts get in the way of a perfectly good story. Okay. <laughs> but everybody knows if, if, if we're coming out and we're telling Lulu's that fish is getting bigger, but those, uh, ego driven ops are the reasons that people tune in. Do you think somebody tunes in to see what the other half is talking about? No, not unless you're a political analyst. You want to get in there and you want somebody to confirm your bullshit opinion. That's why these insane television shows are out there about some goofy, you know, theory that somebody else has, and people are eating the popcorn um, watching it. Are you? you know? Collier is going to get pissed if you're talking. I don't about know. Bigfoot. I, I, by, by the Bigfoot, way, my life you? has been threatened twice. My life has been threatened twice about my Bigfoot and UFO things. Both about Bigfoot, never about UFO. But but uh, my latest trend is, is is if you watch the ghost hunting thing, ghost hunting is like coming out show. against. They never find the ghost. And, but and, they get so after. close. And you know what? <laughs> they look at Jim's reaction, and Jim's going, "I'm scared crapless." And they go, "Well, there's that's all the proof that's, you need. That's no, all." You know what I'm no, it's <laughs> so so. Brian, today in my ego driven op, I'm yeah. going to come out against uh, automobile fatalities. I think they're wrong. I I don't think people should die. Uh, uh, in auto fatalities. Now, I'm not going to propose a solution. I'm not a member of the auto industry. I'm yeah. certainly not a, a subject matter expert on hazardous driving, but I'm against it. I'm against poisoning too, in all its forms. Well, uh, and, and, and this, baby harp seals. So, so to, to circle back to kind of what has social media shown us is that it, it, yes. it is what exactly what it is. It's it's pure ego, and so you have an emotional reaction to everything, and that's that's what it's going to cause. Which then, which means you have an emotional reaction to nothing. Yeah. That's what happened. That's what happened. You can't have it all because once you get it all, then you lose the other side of the coin. So if you're going to be emotional about this and that and the other thing, then you might as well be emotional about nothing because it it, it dampens the scale, Brian. And, and now we no longer have scales of justice. We no longer have empathy. We no, no longer have uh, true human emotion. What we have is no matter what you say, because you're on the wrong side of the aisle or the wrong side of the issue as I see it, well, you're wrong. And everything. Yeah. That you do is so, shit. so, so that can break down into kind of you know how how chaos, 
trade. Yeah, but it's basically group identity and tribalism and how we form these opinions, how they become solidified, and and we lose some of our critical thinking ability. You know, it's always the it's the Taylor Swift analogy I always use, but you know you know, it's always, I always try to look at it as a, maybe I'm wrong or maybe I'm the problem yep. or maybe everything I thought on the subject was completely wrong. Taylor, Taylor it, we'd love to have you on the show. And then it goes fan. back, huge fan, huge fan of T Swift, by the way. Exactly. Um, but, but that goes into then how we look at all the information. If you don't take the time to look at it and go, well, wait a minute, what's the other side saying, or what am I wrong? But, um, what is also happening now, Greg is, and we we've talked about this before because it leads back to the other theme of this this talk is the death of expertise where we all get an opinion we all get a say which is our, our rights under the constitution but but not everyone's opinion is weighted equally and and one of the things that's come out of this is that people are saying hey if you don't get engaged or if you don't do this that means you're this so <laughs> you can't do that, yeah, which is, you which is look, no, 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 I I kept it, the, yeah. no but hang on real quick. Cause I kept Go it general ahead, like that. It says, yeah. Oh, if you don't do this, that means this. All right. So I'm keeping that very general. So you can fill in whatever words you want no, to no, put no. into there. Right. You're, but, you're but, right on. But now that we call that, that's a quantum leap of logic. You can't Absolutely. assume that I'm a racist because I didn't reshare your social media post and that's wrong and that's intellectually fucking lazy and stop doing it. And that's the issue. Is, uh, the is second you, part of that. Okay. Turn a classic movie last night, Brian uh, played cabin in the sky. Absolutely love it. Uh, 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 it, it's a musical if you haven't seen it, uh, but Turner classic played it. So did I buy into an accidental racial stereotype because I watched it and enjoyed it or was Turner classic trying to promote a supremacist agenda? I, you know, yeah. I can't think that hard anymore. <laughs> Holy shit. I went down to my neighbor, Lanny. Everybody knows I love my neighbor, Lanny right down the hill. And I had a skin tag. Uh, and it changed colors recently. So instead of going to a doctor, I figured, hell, you know, he's got a cell phone. I asked him what he thought. That's the death of expertise. That's what we're doing right now is is we're saying, well, this guy's cousin's uncle's brother. Yeah. Has opinion, and we're going to devote the next half an hour to hearing what the hell he's got to say. Didn't we uh, uh, get into the habit of electing officials based on their knowledge? No, and credibility? no, it's and not. It's if a popularity contest. Vote them out. Yeah, but it yeah. can't be. It can't be if we want our great nation to continue because we have thoughtful writers and artists and everybody in this, this, uh, you know, we recently heard that again about the, oh, well, if this training is going to go anywhere, it's got to have a cultural component because when we go overseas, hey, listen, we've been war zones all over and people understand a lot more than you think. And humans are humans wherever we go. And there's right and there's wrong and there's gray areas and you got to avoid those. And there's certain terminology that, that is ex explosive in nature and you got to avoid those so come on we're smarter yeah, that, than that and, and actually i think some of the stuff in the u.s would be better articulated as cultural differences versus skin color differences i yeah. I, I think but but that again is is an is an easy way to simplify it and that's the issue is that and that's not what we're he, trying to do this is no, no, no 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 and, and that's what i mean that's what i'm saying is that um uh i think everyone's oversimplifying some of the issues that we're dealing with uh, they're heavily nuanced and complicated so so you can't then put blame on other people or say you, you're, you're taking the same logic that uh, the people that you're speaking out against are using and you're using it yourself. And, and that's where the hypocritical uh, thinking it comes into play that, that I, I can't stand. But, 
Um, the, the issue with all this, because I'm surrounded by it, right? I always tell people with social media and whether you're on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, I hear people go, oh, it's so vile. It's this. And people are always saying the worst uh, things about each other and it's instant reactions. And I'm like, well, who the hell are you following on Twitter? Because I go on there and I laugh my ass off all day long. Well, that's, that's changed. Just it. Yeah, yeah, that's changed. Yeah. That's changed now. So now I can't avoid it. And I'm, I'm like, can't even get on the phone and look at that stuff because people are having one. I, I, I think we're playing, as you would say, loosey goosey with some of the terms we use. Right. Uh, like my one, card. Uh, apparently, um, you know, uh, people forgot the meaning of what a racist is. You and I have seen real racism before in some foreign countries where uh, because you you were a different ethnic group or you praise the same God, but differently than I did. Exactly. We're going to cut your jugular wide open in front of your whole village. Um, yep. So we've seen what real racism is. Um, and, and so, so I think we use these terms get, get diluted, right? Uh, they, 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 that there, there's too much turbidity, right? The, the water yes, is not, but not anger clear. is okay. Yeah. Anger yeah it's okay. Yeah. But anger is absolutely necessary. Brian, if, if the tea kettle is on the stove and the tea kettle ramps up, it's going to whistle. The mm-hmm. only way to get it not to whistle is remove the whistler, okay. the whistler thing yeah. on the tea kettle, Either take that or off. turn down the heat. Yeah, so that's so the that, only that, two methods. That, that brings me to 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 what I was getting at with everything that's out there is is how do we cope with it, right? Meaning, yes. like you just said, how do I turn the heat on? Because what some people will do when that teapot is whistling is they pull the whistle off. But but the water's still boiling. It didn't stop right? it. <laughs> it didn't exactly. Stop the water from boiling. Exactly. It's so, like the, but that's it's why like I the, brought that up is that people like think the, that listen, you disagreed or you did this, so I'm firing you. And then they wait for the next response. Wait, wait a minute. That that doesn't fix what was broken. Leadership is hugely responsible for right. almost every which, poor decision. Which nation. then leads into culture, right? But leadership, so right. that, yeah. Right. But leadership followed by training. We learned for the last 35 years that check-in-the-box training is a thing. We even call it check-in-the-box training. And Brian, not only has it been around forever, okay, Ugluck and Mukhtar were, were carbonated into a stone tablet, right? But the idea is that we even consider it a thing. It's like your rant on think outside of the box. I want everybody I, yeah, to I come back that. with these ideas. Yeah, and, and we both share the, this hate and this antipathy and this this, this distrust of people that use these platitudes. I, well, I've met, I've met like three people in my life that I think, yeah, that guy can think outside of the box because he's mastered everything else. You, you get yeah. what I'm saying? And most of the people that I know that think out of the box are masturbating idiots that are walking through, uh, uh, you know, knee deep shit, singing uh, and staring at the sun. Why, why do you no, care what it, I do? What I do in my own personal exactly. time is my, it's my Listen, business. What I'm trying to say is if you did nothing for the last 10 years yeah. about this issue, and this is where you drew the line, shame on you. If you said that my message of hate or death or fear uh, uh, is, is now out there for everybody to read, or I'm going to jump on the bandwagon because I haven't been heard from for a while, Corey Feldman. The idea is shame on you. Okay. And I'll tell you what else, shame on you. Uh, Shelly, our CEO, her parents are, are still back in Michigan and they're in their late eighties. Okay. And a mile from, from where Shelly grew up and from their house, the, the, there was looting and rioting and, and everything. And, and they were calling on the phone and they were crying. That's not fair. Bullies, intellectual bullies, political bullies, any bully, any bully, cop bullies. Okay. Yeah. I was a copper for 27 years. Shame on you. If you yeah. are going to say, this is how I'm going to live my life and everybody else be damned, that's an ego-driven so, op, 
and it's wrong. It's the wrong approach. You got to step back and sociologically take a look at what you said or what you didn't say. Uh, the culpability is for all of us. If we look the other well, way, we're Brian, all responsible. If we weren't counted, we're all responsible. But and, and it, that goes into because that's my biggest issue too with some of this. Like I've only been doing this. What we've only been. I've only been playing in this arena of 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 human behavior and training and de-escalation strategy for like a decade. So that's so you've true. been doing it for like three plus decades. So one of the yeah. things is like, hey, hey, welcome to the party. Uh, uh, the water's warm. Uh, uh, the yes. beer's cold. We've been here a while, right? And, and, and so, so what happens is, is, is some of the issues get conflated and we look at it. But, but what, what I did want to get to, what you started to go down the path was then how, how am I supposed to cope with this? How am I supposed to sit there and go through a, a social media feed? Because I'll be honest, man, like I, it, there are certain things that keep me up at night that shouldn't. And I'm sure you're the same way because yes. we care and we're emotional about these things. Very. And I've, had, I've had, I've, I've had a, a, some conversations with a number of people who, who are also in the fight. Well, so to speak, uh, yes. especially uh, me and uh, Shea stadium, right. Uh, of, of what keeps us up at God night because them. we know we can, we know we're, we're all better than this and we know what the answer is and we know what trading is and we know what the real issues are. And it's, it's getting that across is very difficult because there's so it goes back to the classic signal to noise ratio. Ratio. Every problem in life is a signal noise ratio. There's so much flipping noise out there. So how do I vector in on the signal? And this brings me into the to the question here is how do I vector in on what that signal is that I should be listening to? But but really it, what I'm saying is is how do I cope with this? How do I how do I deal with that? How do, how do I understand and sense make so that I'm not walking around stressed out because of the situation that's happening? Yeah. So since 1979, I've been saying training changes behaviors, and I've been doing training everywhere that would have me that can put up with my egotistical fat ass or, and the idea or, is or that, pay <laughs> or pay. Yeah. And, and, and trust me, there's a lot of ones that, that we did for duty on our country that nobody yeah. ever paid a dime for. Yeah. And, and the idea necessary. is that when you're out there and you have a job that other people like, like, like suicide, Brian, uh, people say, uh, uh, uh why does a chiropractor, uh, orthodontist, uh, they got to put some braces on. Why, why does that person have uh, a higher suicide rate than somebody else? Because all that person does all day long is give somebody else pain. Uh, 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 people don't come back with their great smile and go, look what you did for me. People would rather say this hurts, this hurts. And after a while, it gets to you, Brian. And the same with being a soldier. You can't say I got PTSD because I survived COVID. Kiss my ass. Because there are scenes out there. There are people that Brian and I know, that you know, that folks that know us know that are non-functioning humans anymore because their emotional yeah, toll is they full. Yeah. They're full. They, they, they can't yeah. even function as an emotional uh, uh, human being anymore. And, and, and that's wrong. And we brought it to that state because with all of the advancements, what we haven't understood is that this area hasn't been allowed to advance. And if we allow that to catch up to where we are, Brian, by my calculations on the shoe phone, it'll take 1.8 million years of evolution for us to catch right. up to it. So what's happening to us, Brian, is we're saying that we want to spearhead efforts without doing the research. We want to spearhead efforts without right. uh, uh, finding the answer. I would say to you that this is what I would do. I would sit down and say, I'm not going to take my own opinion on this. I'm going to research and study. Then I'm going to say, if I'm going to research and study, I'm going to look at the, the greatest uh, minds that are wrapped around this. Uh, for example, you're going to look at Monterey. Now, stop for a minute, because Monterey has always voted uh, red on an issue, and you're thinking green. Stop those. Take all those, those personal impressions out of it and say, what's the bottom line? And the bottom line of this issue 
and, and many companion issues is of lack of training, is that I do not want to spend the money to train my personnel to be better, and I'm not going to give them a wage that's higher so they'll think uh, and, and, uh, better and, on the street. And pe- people are saying that, and people are coming out. I, I know it's a, you're going to get the hate, fear, and discontent all over the TV and social media, but even the New York Times is putting out this morning some actual numbers and facts about what cities have been doing this already and how well it's worked, meaning uh, like you, w- with de-escalation strategies and training and all that stuff. But, but we always say training changes behavior, and then we always – People are spouting off on the news because now it sucks as we've been saying that for a long time. That's what we do for a yep. living. But, 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 now now every, it's an issue. but now everyone's talking about training, but, but I don't think everyone knows what that means. So, so for everyone watching and listening, you know, explain what you mean by training because um, education and training are two different things, two yeah. distinctly yeah. different So here's things. the education. Here's the education. And, and Brian, I'm going right down to the street. We, we don't have the time on this broadcast, maybe yeah. on future broadcasts, but I'll tell you, I'm going to go right down to the street. So the education part is it's wrong because of a person's color or their race or, or, or where they live or how much money they make or that they're out of work or that they're homeless. It's wrong to be a bully to that person and take advantage of that person and be mean to them. That's wrong. That's education. Everybody should have that basic uh, uh, legal, moral, and ethical uh, baseline as their education. Now, training is putting somebody in a situation where you actually test that. So now somebody comes up to you and you put the people, uh, spitball this top of my head, put somebody at a kiosk. I'm standing there. Brian, I'm going to put you up there. And I'm going to come up and I'm going to be the disgruntled, smelly hobo that's going to go, hey, I want to do. Now, listen. If you haven't encountered that situation and you don't have a chief strategist that says, here are three ways to de-escalate the situation, and you haven't done it part task, which means this discussion that we're having right now about the different facets that would fall in, and then prac app it where you actually do it. You actually have that situation. You know, we were in law enforcement training 35 years ago, and, and there were shootings. And, and I would say, listen, you always got to try to render aid. What are you talking about? We're render, I just shot the guy. Yeah, but you got to try to render eight and you got to make sure that the person's handcuffed because if he can still fight and you got to make sure that you get EMS on there and you got to talk on your radio because nobody else knows what you know. I was doing those things and everybody said, you know what? You're an alarmist. It's hyper. It's paranoid. And so now that's how training is done, Brian. So, so, so in the late 70s when I was spouting this stuff, nobody was listening. Now everybody, that's how their model is. We have to get back to true training, which means equating the experiences that you're likely to encounter, not all of them, okay, but have them template and prototypical enough that it's similar to one. So when that situation happens on the ground, you go, holy crap, this is almost like scenario 5B, okay, where everybody's bailing out of the car and the car's still rolling. Do I chase the subject or do I stop the car before and, it kills somebody? And, and I want to, so the, yeah, the, the idea is that like we, our motto, training changes behavior, but, but education is, is important and there's a it's learning process, important, but, but, but it doesn't that, go far there's enough. A, there's a difference between education and training. I think a lot of people, what they think is they're putting into a training program is really just an education program. Lip service. We'll, we'll, we'll it really is because there are a lot of platitudes and lip service. And that's what I, I hate about what we're seeing with a lot of people getting on board with this. Look, everyone right now, uh, it has a, 
I, the, your anger or frustration, all of that is completely legitimate. You have every Absolutely. right and reason to feel that way. Okay. And to be pissed and to, yeah, to oh, not absolutely. trust. Exactly. I, and so, so I get that. Trust me. I'm a, I am a walking, uh, a case study on mental health. So, so I understand all of that. Right? So true. But, so true. But, uh, but, and, and a few other things, but, but, uh, but STDs. Where, where that, where that gets into is that is where do we direct it then? Because if that's all I'm doing and that's all I go through my Facebook or Instagram feed and see all this and see that. And how do I not have that emotional reaction? What, where should I direct all that to? Because I You're look at it, a lot asking of what's happening. the right question. So a, a lot of what I look at this at, at as too, is it's the, uh, it's the when I've said it on here before, it's the person when you're waiting for your flight and your flight's delayed who's standing up there yelling at the gate agent because it's her or his fault uh, that that your plane is delayed, right? It's that same that same anger, right? So because now I can tell you why that person's doing it. They're upset because their their flight's late. They they had other plans. They're going to miss those. They're going to miss some connecting flight. It's going to change their whole trip. And and where where do they have to direct? They have to direct that anger somewhere. So it's the closest representation I have of who screw of, of why I'm going to miss. Is the guy in front of me saying back back yeah. back? Or it's the person at the kiosk. Where in the brand? And you're exactly right. Listen, uh, you can't say airplane enough, Brian. Uh, old reference, if you know what I'm talking about. And here's here's the problem with this, uh, uh, folks. We we charge a lot of money, but it, but it's worth it. It's a lot more fun than these podcasts, apparently. <laughs> but uh, 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 we we go into an agency, and uh, you know, an average like a, even a security check now from places anywhere from 18 grand to, to, to 50 grand, depending on how deep they want to get and all this stuff. And you go in there and the very first thing that strikes me, because I, I don't do the, the cameras and all that other stuff. I do mental health uh, issues on the ground from the perspective of human behavior and right. human performance. And everybody will say, do you see that sign? You know what that is? <clears throat> that's our mission statement. Got to have a mission statement. So I'll go up to the janitor that's working on the third floor and I'll go, Hey, what's up? What's and the mission over statement? a cigarette back in the <laughs> yeah. day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I say, hey, uh, do me a favor, recite me the, the top three tenets of the, the, the business's mission statement. And nobody knows. You cannot fix this with old do, methods. Do, do, you, do you remember when, speaking speaking of airplanes, do you remember when yeah. we went to a certain organization and then we gave them the breakdown of their own company logo and no one yes. had any idea of that's what they, it meant? They all asked where, where did you find that? And it was like, well, that was on your website, uh, uh, the history of your agency. Exactly. And, and those are the types of things that I'm saying, Brian. Look, you can't fault a person for doing a move that they've been taught in the academy and they've done on the road for 15 years. And now in this one situation that something happens, you, you, you can't fault. And now listen, okay, you can say you were wrong. And, and you can say uh, you're uh, accountable you for your actions and yeah. because you're accountable for everything that yeah. you do and everything that but you say. But that's a two-way street. But unless it's criminal, you can't say it's a crime. Now, it may be criminally negligent, but we're not talking about that. What we're talking about is you see that, and let's let this guy out of the car. Now, everybody gets a buy. Everybody gets a free ticket uh, for what's going on. There's been thousands of arrests that are going on that have nothing to do with the protest. People are still tuning up their old lady or their husband. People are still committing homicides and it's it's terrible. Yeah. And a lot of that is carryover from the COVID. And a lot of that is because people are out of work. Brian, we're out of work. Okay. We're doing our best. We do in-person training. The lights going. (laughs) Do you get what I'm trying to say? Uh, 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 But, but we understand the frustration and I'm not trying to diminish how the emotional toll is, but I'm saying if you don't have a plan, 
that's if then the scientific method, if I have to decide, I'm deciding with this and don't pay for an issue. Don't send money to the Red Cross because what's going on or a police agency. If you're going to have money and you're going to put it together, say, I am going to bestow this amount of money, but I want it used for police training. And don't, don't say that you want a specific type of training. Say that you want de-escalation training and use of force training. Those are very, very important things. What are the grants for, Brian? Because there's 50,000 people dying on the, on the, the roadways because of drunk driving. You can get a grant for any drunk driving program. You can get a grant for any seatbelt program. How, how come somebody didn't come from one of them picket lines and say, we want a grant program for the training for our agency? And somebody's going, yeah, we have that. Yeah, you have that for liquor enforcement. But do you have that for de-escalation right. and use of force? If you're starting at bang, Brian, you're starting too late. That's well, that that's what we fall back on too. And that's our whole thing is the whole left of left of bang mindset and thinking. But but when we look at these issues, right, we go, okay, how do we fix that right there? Yes. And and then we go, all right, well, because like everyone's like, all right, every police agency is saying, all right, well, we're no longer doing these neck restraints, and we're no longer doing this, and we're gonna change the way that, but that's still you're still looking at it at the incident. And what we're saying is you have to take an entirely different approach, come back, not approach, come back, step back and look at all of the contributing factors that lead to this. And then, Precisely. and then get all the, get all the, the, the big brain it's researchers. The on, now it's going to be but, something but, next but, month but, and but, next year. But yep. yeah, that, that's what I'm saying is you're looking at, they're looking at tactics, techniques, and procedures. And what we're saying is you have to change the way you actually understand and look at the Precisely. situation as a whole Precisely. and, and get farther left on that timeline before the incident. And then I even say then, cause, cause there's people that go even farther left than we do. Meaning, meaning, yes. Hey, you need to, uh, we need better education at, at, at starting at the first grade level and first yeah, grade. Yeah, you're because, exactly right. because you're that's exactly where right. it starts. And we're going, yes. yeah, Yes, exactly. Path it. of expertise, the, Brian. The, the farther left you go is where it starts. And if you don't have that strategy up front from all the way back then, uh, where, where that person is this tall or just starting at the police academy yes. or just starting yes. with, if you don't start it there, you're never going to be, you're always going to have these incidents. At no the institutional end. memory, no culture, no compassion. Brian, uh, you, you know, my, my close personal connection with Fulton County, Georgia, and, and you know, uh, Fannie Willis is running for the, the, the prosecuting attorney down there. And, and they've had a, a recent scrum where the officers uh, uh, did things and the chief of police rightly stepped in and, and, and fired those folks. But then the next day uh, uh, they were criminally charged and the chief of police came out saying, wait a minute, I understand the firing, but I don't understand the criminal charge. Let's not politicize this. How many issues are issues because they're political issues that were coming into election? Stop that. You're not doing anybody any favors and these big knee jerk, big muscle motions to get things done are only going to weaken the fabric of our nation. This is not our first rodeo. We've been it's through not. this before, yes. but we can't use these old dark tested methods. That's why our education system blows. That's why, you know, fluoride might be good for you and it might not. We have to look to the future and say, how are we going to shape what do we want that to the look like? future we yeah. want for our children? And, and Brian, the old methods haven't worked. Historically, they've been laboriously slow, but we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. No. There's some you, of the you, methods you, that work perfectly you, that, here, that, here, and here. That's, that's like, so I obviously used to think that way when I was a lot younger, right? Being Oh, this is all effed up. We got to completely change this. You know, this is so, exactly. and it's like, 
wait a minute, you're throwing out all of the lessons learned. Yes, and that, now that, you're 35 you and you're going, <laughs> and hey, my parents are still alive and look, I'm still living in their basement. You can't do that you because that's just another way of you showing that it's, it's ego-driven it's, ops. It's, it's so true. Oh, actually, one of, the, one of the guys, uh, Anthony, uh, who's who's following along on the Facebook Live, because I was just about to say it, and his, 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 uh, he put it, temporary fixes and not permanent. And my always thing is that's true. We're, we're, offering, you, we're offering short-term solutions to long-term problems. And that's, that, what that's what we do with suicide. Yeah. Listen, we're doing the same thing with suicide. We're saying, hey, we need an intervention. But we're not going over here to do the intervention. We're doing the intervention at Bang. And that's okay. That's like an AED. That's like teaching your kid the yeah, Heimlich that, maneuver. That's needed right, right now, in the moment. That's not going to help yeah. anything in the long run. And it's not going to shape the future. You're going to say less people will die because we have the Heimlich maneuver. Yeah, but it's not going to stop people from overeating and taking a big chunk of salad uh, yeah. or salad like I eat salad. <laughs> but you get what I'm trying to say. The yeah, whole you're, idea always, is, you're always choking down kale salad, right? Yeah, listen, you know, there's that new thing on your phone where it says the uh, cognitive approach to this and that and the other. Listen, yes. at the bottom of it, it says as long as you do a balanced diet and exercise. We know what's best for us. We know smoking is bad. We know being fat is, is bad for your heart. Yet we continuously choose outside uh, 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 advice that, that says, well, maybe it's not that bad. Why? Ego-driven ops, Brian. We have to stop doing it. We have to identify the problems and, and create a solution. And that solution has to include training. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think um, I know we've got another wicked smart psychologist coming on yeah, yeah. In a little Com while. coming on in 30 minutes actually. Yeah, yeah about about 45 minutes and and we'll we can do that but for everyone listening to the recording of this uh i i think we can can kind of bring it in for a little bit of a landing and that overarching theme of ego driven ops right is is a great way to look at this is a lot of our operations or for for the layman's term i guess uh outside of the training world uh, a lot of our behavior right is ego driven right so we're we're very uh, ego fragile individuals. I don't care who you are or how Billy badass sure. you think you are and what you're doing. You, we, we all fall into that. And so we, we get this emotional reaction to things that we likely shouldn't, but, um, make sure you're not a contributing factor. Make sure that I, you're not a contributing factor. I think that, uh, that's kind of a good spot to bring it in for a landing on. But okay. if you're, if you're watching us on Facebook live right now, we actually will be back on in 45 minutes with someone, um, a lot smarter than me. That's much smarter than all both of us put <laughs> so, together. So hey, we'll have Fulton County vote for Fanny. We'll we'll get we'll get her opinion on a few things. But other than that, um, I think that's a good place to wrap. Don't forget that training changes behavior. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in, folks. If you would like some more information about what we talked about today, you can head to the Left of Greg Patreon site where we've added some more information about what we discussed, as well as some examples of how you can practically apply some of the lessons learned. Please remember to tell your friends about the show and follow us on Facebook at HBPRA. Thanks again and be safe.